Welcome to the Sleep Fairy Way podcast. I'm your host, Jessalyn Romney, a baby sleep consultant and a mother of four. I'm here to teach you everything I know about baby sleep, motherhood, postpartum, and more. I'm so happy you're here. Hello. Welcome to the podcast today. We have a very special guest. It is my favorite person in the whole entire world, my husband, <laughs> Drew. He is going to be sharing three tips, um, three ways dads can help. I know that when you have a baby, it's really hard to figure out kind of what you need. And I think also sometimes it's hard for dad to figure out his place. Like where, where can I help? What can I do? Obviously, I didn't just deliver a baby. Obviously, I'm not breastfeeding the baby. So what can I do? Um, I get that question a lot from moms, especially from new moms and even new dads. So Drew is going to answer that today and I can't wait for you to meet him and to <laughs> to learn from him. But real quick, before we dive in, I'm going to read this review that I got the other day. Um, it honestly made me cry. So I'm going to try to read it <laughs> without crying, but it said, I listened to your podcast episode on postpartum depression yesterday, and it literally broke the last straw I had pretending I was okay. I picked up the phone and called my doctor immediately after finishing the episode. My appointment to get help is today. It's been a long five months of constant survival mode that has left me hopeless in my ability to sleep during my second baby like I did with my first with your method. But the buck stops here. Time to get the help I need so I can help my baby learn how to sleep. Thank you for your vulnerability and sharing your story. It's exactly what I needed to hear to get to a point of accepting my reality, a reality where I have accepted I need help and we all need sleep. Thank you for your kindness and for the education you provide. You've helped me be brave enough to save myself so I can be the mom that I want to be for my babies. Okay, is that not the sweetest thing you've ever heard? I am just so, every time I share something, I hesitate um, because, you know, it opens myself up to critique and just all kinds of things. But I always say that if it helps one person out there, it's worth it. And this message to me was that one person. So thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for getting help. I hope that now you are starting to feel like yourself again and that you get to show up and be the mom that you know you can be. Um, If you feel like you're struggling with postpartum depression, or if you aren't sure, check out my episode on postpartum depression. I go through all the symptoms to look for and maybe it'll help you like it helped this sweet mom. So anyways, thank you for sharing. Okay. Without further ado, here comes (laughs) my husband, Drew Romney. Honey, welcome to the podcast today. It's great to be here. It's about time. (laughs) Thank you for being my very first ever interview under the same roof. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. I guess we could have sat next to each other, but we could have, but you might hog the mic if I did that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Um, I feel like one of the questions I get asked a lot is how can dads help? Because sometimes motherhood is lonely. And especially if I think if the mom is breastfeeding, the dad's kind of like, I don't really know what to do because the mom does everything. So today your job is to teach the people how they can help. Because I, well, I feel very lucky because I know that you are a very hands-on dad. And I feel like you do more than most dads, but that's just because I talk to friends and I feel like a lot of, I don't know, a lot of them are shocked by how helpful you are. And I'm just very grateful for that. So I want to say that first, because of that, I want to know kind of what goes on in your head, what goes on in your brain when you offer to help 
And sometimes it's not even offering. Sometimes you just do it. So I want to know what your top three tips are. What are three things that you try to do or three ways that you help when we have a newborn and just in general, but I think especially when we have a newborn because a lot of listeners are just kind of entering motherhood or have newborns. So do you want to take it from here? Oh yeah. The floor is all mine. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So I I lumped them into like three categories you could say. So tip number one, I said help during the difficult times. So I think a lot of times it's, it feels really easy to help as a dad when it's easy. So like sitting there holding like a perfectly sleeping baby in the middle of the day that's just being a little angel while you're watching football is not it's great but it's not really helping it's mostly just like hanging out with a newborn which is great it's honestly living the dream if you think about it like that's that's an easy way to help or changing like changing a wet diaper in the middle of the day is like sure that's helpful but not super helpful so i said help during the difficult times meaning like take shifts at night, meaning if, if your wife is feeding, even if she's breastfeeding, like she can feed the baby and then you can do the whole change the diaper, burp them, put them back to bed, make sure they're clean, all that good stuff. So, and it's not as easy to do during the night. So what we did was we would take shifts. I can't remember what the schedule was, but like I would stay up late with the baby until 11 or midnight and make sure that he or she was good to go, put them down. And then you would have gone to bed at like nine and then you would get to sleep until two or three, get up with the baby while I slept from midnight until like six. And then at six, I would get up and help with it. So like just take turns in the middle of the night. So everybody gets at least a couple stretches of solid sleep is super helpful. There was one time when I thought that I was getting solid sleep and I was holding Sawyer in the middle of our room at like four in the morning and I hadn't really slept at all. And what did I say to you that you still make fun of me about? Well, <laughs> well I think I think it was a weekend because um, yes, we take shifts during the week, which also can you tell everyone what you say? Because there are a lot of moms who will come to me and say, yeah, but my, my husband has work the next day so he can't really help during the night. What do you say to that? Well, I tell everybody that like demands to have 10 hours of restful sleep to just just suck it up and you can, you can function <laughs> on a few hours of sleep like a couple of times it's not that okay, hard okay but end, sorry is that is no that well that's not the answer i was i i feel like there's a specific thing that you always say to me but that you also believe that too <laughs> well, what's the specific thing I well you always say that well i wanted you to say you always say that i work too oh yeah, that's the nicer way to say things. Yeah, just because, just because. Let's say the the mom is on maternity leave for longer than the dad is on paternity leave, or something, or uh, just a stay at home mom who yeah, or or stay whatever. Uh, being at home all day with the kid or kids is also work, and you need your sleep for it. So it's not fair for one person to get to sleep all night just because they're sitting at a desk looking at a computer or in an office all day the next day. So yeah, we both work. Yeah, we both work just in different ways. I mean, I do think the exception is if you're like, you know, a surgeon, a brain surgeon and like someone's life is literally in your hands then maybe that's the exception. But 
for most people, I think that you can get through your work days with a little bit of sleep because the mom's doing that too. And if you're a brain surgeon, just hire like a nanny to be at your house. (laughs) (laughs) Just hire a night nurse. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I, I got off topic though. I forgot what we were saying before that. Oh, what you said about Sawyer. So I think it was a weekend because what we typically do is we take shifts during the week. Um, I have written out the schedule of what we do to help people because we typically each get like five to six hour stretches. But one of the nights on the weekends, we try to take like Drew would take like all Friday night and I would take all Saturday night. So each of us could get a full night's sleep. And I think that it was your night to take the full night. So you just, you truly hadn't slept, but also we were like three weeks in at this point. So we're both super tired, running off of no sleep. It was probably three or four in the morning. So I had been sleeping since like, I don't know, eight. So I I was getting a good chunk and you're just standing there over the bed, just like hovering. And I just sit up and I go, what are you doing? And you just kind of stood there and shook your head and you just said, I don't know. I'm weary. (laughs) I was, there's no better word to describe how I was feeling. I was feeling very weary. (laughs) And I just said, honey, I'll take it from here. (laughs) I said, I'll take it from here because at that point, it was no longer safe for you to take care of her. No, sorry but about that. It's fine. All that to say, like, yes, we take shifts, but we also, like, one of us takes over when the other person is struggling and vice versa, I think. I think we teamwork. Teamwork is the key. Yep, 100%. So, yeah, tip number one is help during the difficult times. So that's the middle of the night. It's when it's not convenient. You can sacrifice a little bit and, like, go to work on three or four hours of sleep. Everybody will be fine. Um, footnote or side note brain surgeons can get more sleep now that we've established that but other than that <laughs> unless you're a brain surgeon you can work on a couple hours of sleep a couple times a week you'll be fine it only lasts it doesn't last very long you know if you choose to sleep train i also like that you said that if you're um if your wife is breastfeeding there's a lot that goes into night feeds because i think a lot of times dads will say that like oh well they're nursing so there's nothing i could do it's like no the nursing part is only like maybe 20 minutes uh the burping the changing the getting back to sleep like i feel like that part takes way longer than the actual feeding itself so thank you for mentioning that Mm -hmm. okay uh tip number two tip number two help with the non-newborn stuff oh yes yes it's helpful to help with the baby and stuff but there's a lot of other things that go on at the house that you should be helping with all the time but specifically when you have a newborn it would make everybody's life a lot easier if you helped cook and clean and make the bed and do the dishes. And uh, if you have other kids, be in charge of them like a hundred percent of the time. Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot more that goes on in a family than just paying attention to the newborn. And so tip number two is help with all the non newborn stuff. That's so good. I remember, well, so I, I feel like I, I don't know, maybe you will beg to differ, but I feel like I'm pretty good, at least before we had four kids. I feel like I'm pretty good about staying on top of laundry. Like I, in my mind, I'm like, okay, every Thursday's laundry day. So I like try to every Thursday do laundry. And I remember when Sawyer was born, weeks went by and it didn't even cross my mind that we even had laundry. I didn't even know I couldn't even think straight about laundry because I was deep in postpartum depression. So that alone, I couldn't really think about very much. But also I was just so tired. 
we had three other kids and I just remember you always like sorting the laundry and doing laundry and I'd walk by and I would see like the piles of laundry sorted out and I'd see you switching laundry and I was like huh totally forgot about that stuff <laughs> no you were probably like huh he knows how to do that, I that... <laughs> no you're very you're very very helpful in all of the ways that you listed but um yeah it's good to think about that because especially if you're struggling with postpartum depression or postpartum anxiety you can't really think about anything um you're kind of just in survival mode you're trying to heal your brain is just not working properly you're just trying to keep this tiny human alive and everything else at least for me like didn't even cross my mind drew's always like here you need to eat like remember to eat today here drink water like he was able to think about the things while I couldn't. So, okay, that was a really good one. And I mean, all of these are really good. So I can't wait to hear what tip number three is. What is tip number three? Well, you kind of just went into it a little bit. And tip number oh. three is take care of your wife. So she's the one that oh, just- Oh, that's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's, I didn't do it for four kids. So if we ever have a fifth, then- Stop. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, take care of your wife. She's she's the one that just gave birth. She's pregnant for nine months. Uh, her body is healing. There's a risk of postpartum depression. Hormones are going crazy. Probably, even though you're trying to help in the nights, you're probably uh, still sleeping more than her. There's just this thing where moms can hear every little noise that the baby makes. So even if they're asleep, they are awake like a bunch in the middle of the night. Hear it, <laughs> it's so true. Dad's like knocked out the whole night so uh yeah there's a lot going on with with your wife and you need to make sure that she's taken care of so apart from helping with tip number one help with the newborn during the difficult times tip number two help with all the non-newborn stuff tip number three make sure that she is eating and drinking water and sleeping enough and taking care of her mental health making sure that she's getting some peaceful alone time and exercising and like tell her to take a night off and go to dinner with her friends or some family members or something. Um, so yeah, like make sure that your wife is okay. Better You're than us. <laughs> You're the best. And he can say all this because he truly, truly does all this. There are many times where he's just say, kids, let's get in the car. We're going to go to Grammy and grandpa's house. And you just take the kids out of the house and let me take a nap or whatever, just to make sure I'm taken care of. And also, um, you taught, you briefly touched on mental health, but is there anything that you would add? Like what, it, what to look for? Um, cause that, we didn't know I had postpartum depression after will like that took six months. Um, but was there anything specific that you looked for after having Sawyer, because Remy, who's our third, I was already on medication still from postpartum with Will, but our fourth, um, I kind of, I felt it coming on early in pregnancy. I was on a low dose of medication, but I just, I knew it was coming. Is there anything specific that you looked for that other dads could look for to make sure that their mental health is okay? Yeah. I am not a mental health professional. I don't know what the specific signs are and it's also a little bit touchy because you don't want to like tell your wife like hey you have like you're acting crazy right now you know yeah yeah that would not be helpful because we're already Uh, sensitive anyways so any any word just makes us cry yeah with those hormones like 
look for any changes in behavior that are like way out of the ordinary or if uh if your wife is sad or crying for no apparent reason or they can't explain how they're feeling so checking in on her and asking her how she's feeling or why she's feeling a certain way uh that was probably like the biggest sign with with you is that you felt sad or would cry for no reason yeah and this, i can say this now or for reasons that if you didn't have depression would seem ridiculous like yeah like wouldn't was- wouldn't typically make me cry and yeah. this is to be clear this is after the baby blues this is after the three-week mark this is after your hormones are leveling out this is after it's been like you know four six eight weeks postpartum um and I, I think I've given this example in another episode, but basically if there was like a cup in the sink, I would start crying because I felt like our whole house was falling apart. And you're like, it's okay. Like I'll just put the cup in the dishwasher. <laughs> but you were very, very, very patient and supportive. And I'm trying to remember what you even said to me when you're like, basically, yeah, I think you need to go get help. And I knew it, like I knew it, and you know it if you're in post, if you're struggling, you know something's off, you just don't really want to get help, but I'm trying to remember how you said I it. I don't know what I said, but it might have, I think I remember like when you were going back for a checkup or going back to like the six week postpartum, just yeah. be like, hey, maybe you should ask them like if, if you have it and then they'd be able to give like the proper diagnosis or ask the right questions, but just mentioning like, Hey, make sure you bring this up when you go in. Yeah. Yeah. Bring it up because if you don't have it, they'll tell you. And if you do, then they'll be able to help you. Okay. That was super helpful. Um, real quick. Do you want to recap those three tips? Oh yeah. I loved categorizing them. It's super (laughs) helpful. I like to make these lists. So help during the difficult times. Number one, it's easy to help when things are easy. Number two, uh, help with the non-newborn stuff, cleaning, cooking, other kids, household stuff. And then number three, take care of your wife. Make sure that she is happy and healthy and taking care of herself. You're the best. Thank you, honey, for sharing these tips. I know it's going to be super helpful for dads and also for new moms who don't know how to ask for help. Like, they, they just don't understand what they need. And so hearing these, they can say like, oh, maybe I can ask him to do this or ask him to do that. So this was very helpful. Thank you for coming today. I love you so much. You're the best. Bye. Love you. Bye, honey. If you want to learn more about the resources I have to offer, head to thesleepfairyway.com or follow me on Instagram at the underscore sleepfairy. Thanks again for listening and I'll see you next time.